When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post-game show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Del Mendo, and Ryan Herrera hopefully joining us from beautiful, beautiful historic Wrigley Field later in the game, or at, later in the night. <laughs> not Please, not later in the game. That last inning almost took it out of me. Yeah, I was loaded the really surprised that you didn't fall asleep at any point. <laughs> I mean, let's be real, Luke. Me and you were barely even paying attention to it at that point. Yeah. Uh, I was. The fun was over. I was reading the tweets and, and you know, trying to keep entertained somehow. But that right. game was four a to drag. Two. It was a drag. For a four to two game, that was a drag. For a game that you let's led early. Was yeah, a drag. you led early. You did the old classic, get an early lead, blow it. I tweet out, what was your favorite part of the 2-1 lead? Everyone, like half the people in the mentions or get pissed off. The other half actually play along with the joke. You know, <laughs> even even when we stinks, we can't have nice things here. But at least we're doing the show now. That's right. Jack says the farm. And you said, you also said, if we get done, if we're doing the show by 10 p.m., it would be like... That'd would, be a win. Yeah, it'd be a win. It'd be a win for and us. And that was at 10, like 9 o'clock. Yeah. 10 7 not, not too bad. Yeah, I, I was pretty close <laughs> to being right on target. Uh, Jack says the the farm did amazing today. That we were watching that on. That's Twitter. the good news, right? In fact, we even discussed at one point. We said, at what point this season are we going to just have to get the minor league baseball pass and just start doing post game shows on Pelicans games? <laughs> yeah, right. It might have to or happen Cubs, at some point. The South Bend Cubs. Yeah, yeah. South Bend maybe. Good game oh, for South there's Bend Paul. In this one. Like I said, he'd be in here. Totally predictable. There he is. Totally Most predictable, predictable thing. Paul would be here tonight. Yeah. There he is. Cody, we all know Herb is your dad. Dude, <laughs> Herb is like my uncle. Like that that is the vibe I get yeah. from Herb. He is he is my uncle. Paul Tony LaRussa is your great grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I was laughing at the that's what while you were checking box scores and the Twitter and stuff, I was laughing at the internet meme of Tony La Russa. instead of weekend at Bernie's it was weekend at Tony's and it was a Brayu and Tim Anderson holding up yeah. Tony La Russa. anyways uh four to two Orioles win it um Adrian Sampson is not the reason the Cubs lost and again nah. you know he looked again is he a building block moving forward no is he a guy that you might want to keep around as just a depth because You've proven once again that you can never have enough pitching depth going into a season. Is he worth bringing back that way as a guy that, you know, gives you another starter? Maybe he's in Iowa. Maybe he's on your roster as a long guy. Uh, He's done a nice job so far. In this case, it was five and a third, three runs, three strikeouts, and the one home run. Uh, You know, that's about it. Can't ask for too much more than that from him. Yeah, I thought he had two strikeouts, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Two, um, three strikeouts, five and a third, yeah, three five runs. And a third. I thought, bad. I thought, you know, I mean, it didn't come. I mean, the score was four to two when he came out, so it didn't really matter. But I thought he'd be done after five. Rossi gave him a shot to come out and maybe get yeah. six, and got in some trouble. And Brandon Hughes came in and got double play uh, to secure a, a solid uh, line for him. And yeah, I'm with you, man. Like, I don't. It's hard. Like, if he was, like, 27, 28, like, maybe you could get me on the, you know, on the bandwagon of thinking that he could right. be, a, like, a, you know, a, a Jake Arrieta-type find, like, a right. find that diamond in the rough. But he's 31. He's going to be 31 in October. He's, you know, he, I think he's just going to be a very solid depth piece for next year's team. Like, there's no reason to get rid of him. No, I'm okay with that. And, like, he, he, he really could be, like, Honestly, the way he's pitched, it's almost like, why didn't the Cubs consider him earlier? He pitched well at the end of last year, too, in the second half. 
Like, I don't know why they didn't give him a chance over Mark Leiter Jr. in the beginning of the year when games actually kind of mattered. But whatever. <laughs> but I digress. Yeah, I digress. Um, uh, it was but, three strikeouts, two walks. Was it? From okay. at least the box score I just saw. Okay. Well, but, you know. anyway, yeah, no. You know, you. I thought, again, yeah, he, he did for this hot Orioles team, like, he did okay. He did okay. And Nine I, straight. I think tonight is just, uh, you know, the offense. You got Ian Happ hit, hit you a homer. Nico Horner continues to be uh, really good uh, with the double, st- steals third, and then Rivas puts the ball in play, sends him home, and there you go. Paul says, I'm a Cubs fan now. I hope you guys don't mind. Can't watch Tony Manich anymore. I, I don't know, Paul. Paul. Paul, I don't know if I fully believe you, but yeah. I, I will say, like, I, I listened to the post game on the radio after that first game, and, and I, I do feel for Sox fans because this is their window, mm-hmm. and they are just letting it slip away. Yeah, they are. They, they entered. They entered tonight's game six games out of first place, but seven games out of last. You know, this is what I've told Sean multiple times, though. Like, I it it's hard to compare because the Cubs won in sixteen. That's but right. this White Sox team gives me like 2017 Cubs vibes. Where that remember that team struggled so bad in the first it half, does, yeah, and then they got super hot in the second half. And this team, yeah, they're getting they the, didn't they're have getting this the guy pick. as the manager. He's half away. That's true. That's true. Like that's you, true. I'm not saying a manager is a major major role on a team. The Cubs, the Cubs rebuild worked, and I I still say this. I'm not sure the Cubs win the World Series without Joe Madden. I know there's a lot of Joe Madden haters, mm-hmm. but he was the right guy at the right time. He was the right guy for that group, and that worked out. He was an older guy. Tony La Russa, I don't know. The Sox thought that was going to work because that was uh, Jerry's guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like the only difference, right? But... He's a ele- he's 11 years older than Lou Pinella was when he right. retired. I don't know though. We've seen it with Tony Arusa teams where they suck all year and then they get hot at the right time and then they sneak in and then they get hot in October or stay hot in October. I I'm not I'm not they Come on, can, they can react all they Is want. Is this real? I'm Paul says he it. was sleeping in the dugout before game 2 and Jack's <laughs> laughing. <laughs> That'd be funny. We need to find that photo. I mean, the meme, the the weekend at Bernie's meme that was on the on Facebook or Twitter where I saw it was really <laughs> was really unbelievable. Yeah. But enough. But enough about Tony Larusa and um, the Sox. Back to this. Paul's game. here to talk Cubs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a Cubs fan now. Um, yeah, Samson. Again, I'm I'm okay with seeing what you have there the rest of the season. Doesn't hurt to keep marching him out there. Right. Uh, he was good enough to do everything else you want to watch. All you have to do is evaluate different players. Right. And he, he allows you to do that. He still allowed you to evaluate the bullpen. He still allowed you to, you know, stay in the game. And if, if fans want to be into it, should be into it, that's cool. Right. Yeah. He, again, he's just uh, – he does the one thing that I will give him credit for, like you just said, you know, he eats innings. And he I, does. We just haven't seen a lot of that. We didn't see a lot of that at the beginning of the year. He didn't force us – he didn't force the Cubs to use a ton of bullpen guys. Right. The bullpen guys that came in did a nice job. In Hughes tw- got in twenty twenty two. If your if your starter is going into the sixth inning, or if he's if your starter on a good team, yeah, on a on a good team. If your starter is going into the sixth inning or goes six innings, that's solid in in this in this era of baseball that we're watching. So, and he he manages to do that. So. I uh, it's hard to have anything bad to say about him, but it's hard to say yes. This like I, it's hard for me to get excited for him like I would for Justin Steele or Keegan Thompson. Yes, of course. So. Uh, thought it was a nice gesture by the Cubs. The moment of silence uh, at Wrigley Field uh, before the game for the Highland Park shooting victims, families, everybody involved, and absolutely that will be impacted by that. Um, you know, you still hear the stories coming in. It's terrible. Right. Uh, I I saw. Um, Jay Zawoski, it looks like maybe he was at Ravinia. They did the same thing there tonight. Uh, but that's the first time the Cubs have been home since uh, 4th of July. So uh, that's why they did that. Uh, Ian Happ, his first game uh, since being named an All-Star, and he comes out and hits a home run. Um, nobody had him, and who you got? But, nobody had him. But it was nice to see. You know, I 
he got a nice ovation, uh, recognizing that he's an all-star, hits a home run, so a, a nice game for him. But, um, you know, there wasn't a ton in this game where you're like, hey, we need to talk about that. We'll talk about some other things on this podcast, not just this game, because, um, geez, it was the Orioles. By the way, Brendan Miller, we've got a bone to pick with you, man. The guy's in town. And he's not on coming some other work. So he did not. He did not swing by. Instead, he went to Wrigley Field and watched the Cubs plays the Orioles. This instead Cubs of team. he could he could have sat right here and yeah. done an in studio podcast. Could have, and it could have been a really hot show. Instead, Absolutely. he and Corey met up Shame. at Wrigley Field. Yeah, well, Shame. I'm a little disappointed, you know, because we're we're big supporters of him and his love for Nico Horner. Yeah, you know love I mean? for Nico Horner. Um, I heard he was asking around the ballpark if they had Sogard jerseys, <laughs> jerseys on discount. Mm-hmm. Apparently wasn't into it. Yeah. Uh, Paul's Paul's still he's 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 ready to jump teams. He's ready to go. Yeah. He just said you guys are way more engaging with the fans. You actually read people's comments. I'm not going to put down our guys. Sean no, no, no. And Herb and, and Vinny though. Like, they they've got a lot of Tony Larusa. But they stuff got a lot of venting to do. Like they do. We we you know on every night we're just talking about we, who, who's we're talking about trade value. We're talking about <laughs> did Nico or or. Uh, or Morel or Pedro Strope's outfit of the day <laughs> that he tweeted out. We get to some other things, you yeah, know? right. We're, it's not all baseball we're, here. We're trying to vibe the best we can, given then, how bad things. And are, then when man. when it's necessary, Cody lets out a good rant. Yeah, you know. And the Cubs have now lost five in a row, so we get five more losses. I'm probably gonna go on another rant again. So it's coming. Five more, and I'll give you another rant. Um. Hey, my guy. I, I don't want to get to who. Maybe we'll save who you got for Ryan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Save it, save it. I, again, my guy is. I'm just going to say before we get to who he got, I will just say that Nico Horner continues to look like. Well, we can a, talk about Nico Horner. Nico in general. Yeah, I'm just saying, he looks like a ma- like a real good major leaguer. Yeah, man. I'm start. I'm not going to go. You know, crazy all star, all that stuff. Talk, but he's a good major leaguer. Yeah. No. I, like I said, I kind of touched on it earlier, you know, the double, I mean, it was kind of a, he just placed it in the right spots. Not like he mashed it a hundred miles per hour into the gap or anything like that, but hit it down the line. It bounced, went into the stand. So he ground rule double and then steals third on first or second pitch to the next batter. And next thing you know, Rivas is hitting it up the middle and he's scoring. They scored really fast. He made it look like it's so easy to score runs in this game. We call baseball uh, in that inning, but yeah, I mean, uh, defensively, offensively, I mean, he's he's got all the tools. I think the one thing that is still holding fans back, though, is can he give you the power? And I don't necessarily like. Okay. I guess for sure. I guess for shortstop. I mean, in today's age, we're seeing a lot more power from the top shortstops in the game. But I'd rather have power from the hot corners. And your corner outfielders. Plus, or, if, if or somebody else if somebody else develops into that guy at shortstop out of your system, or you sign a guy, or you trade for somebody, and they become your shortstop, he's got plenty of power to play second base. Right. But yeah. yeah. I just don't know if I buy the the I'm power just, has to match the position because you can always get right. the power from a different position that you're right. not used to getting it. And from. that's kind of so, what I'm saying is like a lot of people still aren't still aren't set on him being the shortstop of the future just because the the lack of power. Right. And I like what you just said. I agree. Like, I don't think it really matters because you can, you can, you can, whoever you play at second. I mean, if you play Morrell at second base, he clearly has more power than Nico Horner. Like, I I don't know. I'm just saying like you can find power at other positions and clearly the Cubs need to find power at first base because I mean, I'm not going to go down the, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole, but I'm just saying they need to find it there. They need, they need, uh, you know, to get more power uh, in the outfield, too, even though Suzuki and Happ are there. But they, they need more consistent. They need one more power bat out there in, in, in center field, which Brennan Davis should have been that guy this year if he didn't get hurt. And, uh, you know, need a, you need to find a you're not necessarily prototypical DH, but a more consistent DH. Like, I know that it's the National League, and in the offseason, the Cubs are still probably going to manage of – you know, using it as a way to give yeah. guy, guys days off. But outside of Wilson Contreras, who has been in good in the DH role this year for the Cubs? Yeah. You well, it's I mean? totally helped him. There's no question it's helped right. Wilson's 
offensive game. Right. No question but about it. But if you can get another power bat and you can switch, like just move those guys around, then you're looking at a lineup that we're not really talking about Nico Horner not able to hit 20-plus homers. I think if Nico Horner gives you 10 to 15 homers a year, you're you're happy with that, especially if he gives you the on-base, the defense, and the ability to steal a bag every now and then. But, you know, and we're talking about the power. It, it's not that the Cubs need, and again, this is such a small thing to say that he ha- doesn't have a ton of power. The Cubs don't need to worry about finding a shortstop with power. They need to find good baseball players. Yeah, They're thin enough. What they need is a bunch of good baseball players, and then you can figure out where you're playing them, and does this guy have enough this to... Find good baseball players. Right. That's what they need. And Nico Horner is turning out to be one of those. Yeah. And so he's going to be a piece of the future. Um, do I think he's a guy – this year he's probably going to hit at least 10 home runs. Yeah. I'd, I'd say he's going to hit in, around 10 home runs. He's okay. on, track, on, tra- on track for that, yeah. So next year he gets a little bit stronger and maybe he hits 15 and maybe it slowly goes up towards 20. That would be great. But yeah. I'm just saying he's a good baseball player. They don't have enough of him. Build on at that. At the major league level. That's <laughs> yeah, for sure. at the major league level. Build on that. That's what you're looking for. Um, um, okay, we got a few questions here. Let's start with... CRWB there at the yeah, bottom. He says, Cody and Steve. I love how no one has forgot that. Uh, who well, is, he, he's the guy that called me, Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who? Uh, that's the, true. That's yeah, who thank called you for me. reminding me. He says, uh, who is going to be the first major trade for the Cubs? That's a good question. I, do you, I don't know. I what, think, what do you guys think? I think Contreras will be the last one. I think they're going to move... One of the relievers. I think they're going to move guess. one of the relievers or Ortega first. I, th- mm. I think Ortega could be like what Jock Peterson was last year. Jock Peterson really? was moved during the All-Star break last year. I would not be surprised if Ortega's moved during the All-Star break. But I'm, I, it doesn't matter what who's moved first. No. But, I mean, I, I do think that Contreras will be like a like what Rizzo, Baez, and Brian yeah. were. Very last day. Well, Rizzo was second to last day, but... Very last day before the deadline. Um, unless the Mets get real, like, you know, Desperate antsy. To start to do it Because quickly. McCann's out and Marte's out, you know what I mean? But Cubs are just going to want to milk that and as long as they can to get right. the most out of that but deal. I said Ortega because, like, the last 48 hours, there's been a handful of outfielders that have gotten hurt around the league. Someone can use Rafael Ortega in his defense and his ability to hit right-handed pitching. Hap. If you talk to any team about Ortega, they're probably also asking about Hap. Probably. you got to figure anybody that's looking for an outfielder is going to ask about both guys. And if they think the price is too much, they're going to say, all right, well, what about Ortega? Right. That's just my guess. Uh, Kurt with another good question, too. How do you guys feel about buying prospects by taking out a bad contract like Eric Hosmer? You Ooh. were all- you were all in on that I before was. the season. Going I into was. the season, you were like, "Take Hosmer. We'll put him at first. Man, would have been a. It probably would have changed the team a little bit, considering how good of a year he's had. I'm um, not sure they do that at a trade deadline, though, because like at this point, like, how much money are they saving? Yeah. He's not playing poorly. No, I don't. I don't think the Padres. I haven't are seen even his numbers that. recently, but I thought he was pretty good. I can look him up earlier in but the season. Like, I mean, yeah, whenever they. they Whenever the Padres have played the Cubs, he's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, before the season, I was all about, you know, finding a way to get that contract. Take the contract, but if, for them to take someone like Contreras and then get one or two top prospects back. Right. But also take Hosmer to get that money off the books so they could sign, you know, someone. Because that's what we were still right. talking about, right, was free agency stuff. Right now, like via trade, I don't know if that's possible. But – Looking at his numbers now. Uh, Before the season, it made a lot of sense. Yeah, so he's 273, 273, 331, 382. Oh, wow, his numbers have kind of gone down. Uh, it's got a 102 WRC plus and a 0.4 war. Yeah. It, but the point is you wouldn't be taking it because you're excited about getting him. Right, you're right. taking it so you can get better it is, prospects. It is definitely – like he's got six homers, 28 RBIs. Wow, he really has – Regress since the start that hot start of the year, wow. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Jared says it would have happened. It would have happened before the season, right? I, I don't I, think I it's going to happen. That, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen in season. But it the way that that contract is, his contract's not up until twenty twenty five. The Cubs could still do it this off season, and I and I would I would support it this off season. I would rather have, I would rather be able to take some of their prospects for to free up money for them. 
and take Hosmer and play at least at least with Hosmer you you could just play him every day and take whatever it is because like it's not like the Cubs have someone ready at first base. Right. You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe Nelson Maldonado can be that guy. Maybe, you know, someone else that I'm not thinking. I, I don't know. I know Maldonado struggled at Iowa this year, but like it's it's not like there's anyone at first base taking that <laughs> position. That said, Anthony Rizzo's gonna be a free agent at he's probably gonna opt out at least. He's gonna be a free agent. Maybe maybe the Cubs make it right. I'm not I'm not saying they're gonna do it. I'm just saying let me think about it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you cub however you want to cub. Cody. Yeah, I'm gonna cub however I want to cub. Don't judge me, but yeah, he's 32. Like <laughs> if, they, if they really wanted to like get that money off the books, yes, the Cubs are a great a great team to to be that to be that person. But I don't know. I don't think they'll do that at deadline though. Uh, David says Stucky for Cubs manager. David, you definitely don't want that because here's what had happened. You'll fall asleep, man. <laughs> Cody and Dan Plezak would be my bench coach. I'd have two bench coaches, and we'd have ice cream socials in the dugout during the game. Every All the inning. players would be overweight. They'd be running. We'd be a bunch of Vogelbox on the field running around. It'd be a struggle. Mm-hmm. It'd be a struggle. I'd be a total mess. All the free spreads you get in the clubhouse, not good. Yeah. And think all the times I'd probably fall asleep. Wait, Cody'd have to be calling on the, the pitchers all the time because I'd be taking snoozes. <laughs> By the way, I stay I away from the, the ice cream. I would be the manager from like the sixth inning on because <laughs> Luke would be napping. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'd give it to like nine o'clock and then be like, Cody, take over. I'm going to go hit the shower. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, Theo. I'd get thrown out You'd on purpose. You'd be like Theo when he said he was going on a bender. Yeah. I'm going to get, I'd, Cody's taking over. I'm going on a bender or I'm going home and having some ice cream. <laughs> uh, hey, your bet did pretty well tonight. Yeah. I said on which said we said. On, yeah, I said on pregame, Nico Horner, two total bases. You got points bet at plus at the I think the value was plus one fifteen, and he hit that double like we said earlier. So it was never a doubt. Um, again, made it on points bet, my favorite app. Luke. That's the way to go. You know, if you're gonna sign up for any points uh, for any sports book, points bet should be that one. You know why? Because it's the best way to support CHGO. If you are if you haven't signed up for a sports book yet, which I don't know how you haven't, considering it's been legal in this state for like two years now. But well, if not you have everybody in the chat's from Well, yeah, Illinois. not everyone is from Illinois. I get it. We're international, baby. Yes, that's true. We got I know we have some people from like South Africa. That's right. We've had London. London. We've oh, had yeah, Ireland. UK. Shout out to Rachel. North Ireland. No, yep. Uh Never- Netherlands. We have someone from Netherlands. Netherlands we've yeah, had, yeah. yes. All right. People from all over the world. So but if you're in the US and points bet is in your in your state, and you haven't signed up. Well, right now is the best time to sign up for points bet because it is the best way to support CHGO. We say it every show, literally. When you sign up and use that code, you get two risk free bets up yeah. to two thousand dollars. That's an incredible deal, guys. If you make a fifty dollar or more first time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, so you get to read all the content about what's going on in Chicago sports, Ryan, Brendan, Jared for Cubs, and I, like I said, everyone else. And you'll get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker, like the one that Stucky's wearing, the new Cubs one. It says, hey, Chicago, what do you say? And someone asked me the other day, or no, someone asked in the Discord to, yesterday, actually. They were like, can we put We Stinks on the back of this shirt? I was like, you can take some duct tape and put it on the back oh, of this shirt. Do it. Yeah, I mean, you can take it to a printer and put whatever you <laughs> yeah, want on yeah, the back of it. Yeah, you can do whatever you want on the back of it. Duct tapes, the <laughs> little uh, masking tape is the way to yeah, go. There you go. That might be better, yeah. too. But either way, the, the front of the shirt's awesome. And uh, so if you put $50 or more, first time deposit that points bet, you get that free membership, the shirt, and the Two risk-free bets up to $2,000. That's an incredible yeah. deal. I, I can't emphasize it enough. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you out. You're home for live in-play betting. Just got even better. See an edge in the game you're watching. Is your favorite team prime for a comeback? Uh, well, if you live bet the Orioles tonight, congratulations. Uh, again, a good emotional hedge with this Cubs team is just betting against them in the middle of the game. Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. More live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. Download the PointsBet app right now and use promo code CHGO. 
So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Cody's got two full-time jobs. He's got this one, and then he's got professional points bet gambler. Yeah. I also watch dogs on the side, too. (laughs) I mean, I'm just a busy, busy person, man. Yeah. He stays busy. Uh, Our next partner is a product I use literally every day. Started taking AG1 because I didn't have time. Wanted better gut health, more energy, and optimized immune system. Now I've been on it for months, and, you know, the great thing about it is it doesn't say, taste like super healthy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of mild and tropical. I take it in the morning. Here's what it is. One scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things. I get a boost of energy in the morning, so that's the first thing I do. Take it on an empty stomach and giddy up. It's lifestyle-friendly, too. Keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free. If you're any of those, it's still okay. You're all good with AG1. You're investing in it all in one nutritional insurance for less than, wait for it, three bucks a day. Three bucks a day. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Recommended by professional athletes, more than 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health. Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. You don't have to take a million different pills, supplements to look out for your health. I got rid of one of those pills. I didn't have to take, take the pill boxes. You know, when I get old, I just threw that out. It's just the AG1 now. Mm. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and Five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs. Again, athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, Let's talk about a tweet that went (laughs) out. Uh, First, there was the one talking about some stats of Mr. Kyle Schwarber. Again, yesterday, my... What's your beef was Kyle Schwarber mm-hmm. being non-tendered by the Cubs. They got nothing, and he's going to hit 50 home runs this season. The stat is actually that over his – what was the number here? Is it from the tweet I quote tweeted? Yes. From Jared uh, 50, Carabas. In his last 147 games, not even a full season, 147 games, 51 home runs. Yep. You're talking about the DH earlier? That's your guy that could have been the DH but still could play a little bit of left field. Could have played a little bit of first base on an occasion if you really had to, but he's your everyday DH that would make a huge difference on this team, a big left-handed bat yep. that you're missing. So you put out a tweet, and then you, it, that that tweet <laughs> led you down a rabbit hole into another tweet about <laughs> biggest mistakes by Cubs management, right? Yeah. Well, okay, so like I quote tweeted that tweet from Jared Carabas and was and like, Cody on Twitter, Cody underscore CHGO. Thank you, thank you. And I was just like, I'm going to throw up because like, <laughs> it's, it just, I, I have always been a Kyle Schwarber supporter and like so many people were out, out on this guy after 17 and he lost weight and he had, yeah, a, he went he had skinny Schwarber and he, you know, he had a very solid 18 bounce back season from 17, yeah. 19 struggled first half, but had a huge second half of 19. And then in 2020, of 60-game sample, he was not good. And then the Cubs, what do they do? They didn't trade him. They non-tender him. And, of course, he goes to the Nationals. And, of course, he starts to look like Babe Ruth, like he was compared to as when he was a prospect. So, um, yeah, it bothers me that – I think it bothers me more so that they non-tendered him and just didn't trade him. And I know we can talk, sit here and talk about biblical losses and all that stuff – of, of, of the timing of when that all happened. But, man, like, it's just, I it almost, like, him just killing it almost hurts more than, you know, seeing those other three guys that we have talked about at least once or twice a week. 100%. Since we started the show, man. Like, it's, and it's almost like a lot of Cubs fans don't even care that he's doing it. Like, they, they're not even upset about it. it people will will rant and rave about how we traded Bryant, Baez, and Rizzo. They will rant and rave about it on social media more so than the fact that Kyle Schwarber is 
better. He's been better than all three of them. And I'm Chris Bryant's biggest biggest supporter. I totally disagree with you, Jack R. Who says, you know, it was time to move on from. It was time to move no, on from wasn't. a lot of those guys. Schwarber had a whole se- 2016. He didn't even really play until he with the World right. Series. And you know, the difference between him, Bryant, Baez, and Rizzo is that you didn't even have to pay him more than $10 million a year. No. You didn't even have to pay him more than $10 million a year. That's, 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 what's, that's what's frustrating. It's frustrating. And, like, this whole thing is being brought up because he's going to be in the home run derby. And, like, that, right. like I'm happy for him. Oh, and I'm going like, to root for him in the home run derby. For sure. He got and, screwed last time. But he leads the National League in homers. And yeah, he hits 220. Whatever. In this day and age, a lot of guys are. It's just like, I think that's Jed Hoyer's biggest mistake, for sure. And someone was tweeting at me earlier today about it and said that, well, they got Jock Peterson, who got them Bryce Ball, and Bryce Ball's 24, and he's in double A right now. And who knows, maybe we see him at the end of the year, or maybe we see him next year. Who cares? Who, like, who cares? Like, to me, who cares? Because the only way that I will change my mind on this is if Bryce Ball comes up and and is on pace to hit thirty five to forty bombs every year, right? You know what I mean? Like, and and that doesn't mean I'm not rooting for Bryce Ball to be good if he ever gets to the Cubs. But like, sometimes, sometimes you'd rather have the guy than just like the potential of a prospect. That's the whole thing with these rebuilds and stuff. Like, yeah, we can get excited about PCA and Kevin Alcantara and stuff, but none of it really truly matters until they finally get to the majors. And if they don't hit, then the entire process is just a waste. And sure, yeah, the first rebuild, it worked out great. It comes with the World Series and all that. You just can't bank on it. And the thing with Kyle Schwarber is like, again, you did, it's not like you were breaking the bank for the guy. And the fact that you just let him go and didn't like even get a piece for him is what really bothers me the most. And Jack, I know what you're saying. Like he was below the Mendoza line, and how many times did he strike out in big spots? Let me tell you something. Tim Anderson struck out more than anybody in baseball, and he turned it around the next season. Ian Happ struck out a lot too he did. in key situations. You know what? He went down to the minors and figured it out because he was a young player. Mm-hmm. Schwarber got with a hitting coach. At the Nationals, they figured it out. And listen, we, we're excited about like, Patrick did, Wisdom having 17 homers because it's it's some power on the team. The guy's got 28 homers right from the left side. And you knew the DH was coming back. Right. There was no reason to walk away from him right there. None. Right. There was no reason. And the reason that all of these things that Jack brings up, yeah, they're they're good points. No doubt. I'm but not the saying re- he wasn't a flawed player at the right. time. He I'm was. not even saying he wasn't a flawed player. What the thing is, though, and this will always bring me back to the front office, is that the Cubs had too many boomer bust type players. Like they swing for the fence; they didn't have enough contact. Well, you know what? You move those three guys in the off in the uh, in the off season or last year at the deadline. And sure, there were reports that the Cubs talked to Schwarber this off season, but the deal he took with the Phillies—it's like that's it. That's that to me. That's doable. In fact, I went back tonight and looked up Schwarber quotes after he was non-tendered about how it hurt. He was surprised, you know. He said uh, Jed Hoyer called him and said, "Hey, we all love you, but we're going to non-tender you. We'd love to have you back. We got to see what happens down the road, but we'd love to have you back. And if it's not this year, we'll definitely keep interest in the following years down the road." What happened to that this offseason? Right. I mean. He would. He signed for like four four years, eighty some million, something like I, that. Would you not rather have him on the team than I tell Jason you? I, I tell you right now, he'd be he'd be a very solid DH slash left fielder for this Cubs team, and they'd probably have more than thirty four wins. I don't know if they're good, but at least at least you know that going into twenty twenty three, the team was going to be you know they were going to be transitioning and trending up with. You know, guys like Brennan Davis coming up and other guys, you know what I mean? Like four years seventy nine, I this would This guy it's it's insane how this team has suddenly just really missed on a left handed power bat when they literally had two of them. And you know what? Trade and Rizzo, I understand that it, it made all kinds of sense. He's got twenty plus homers too. But yeah, but that's a short porch. I, it is it is. But 
Kyle Schwarber, 28 homers, leads the National League, and he's he's been great. Again, I think that's at this point, and if we're going to criticize Jed for anything, that's the biggest criticism to me. Because at least the three guys they traded the deadline, well, and plus all the other guys they traded the deadline last year, at least those made sense. Like so that's, it, that's Jed's biggest mistake. I think that's Jed's biggest mistake. What's Theo's? Well, that no was one, the other part of your tweet. Yeah, well, a lot of people don't agree with it because they don't understand my thinking by it. But I think Theo's biggest mistake was just believing that Ad- or believing in Addison Russell. Like he 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 held on to Addison Russell way too long, and like that's kind of like the story of how the golden era fell apart, right? Because they didn't move pieces earlier to get assets back to replenish the farm, stuff like that, and then Addison Russell made it worse by being. A really bad person. So, to me, that like they could have moved Addison Russell after the seventeen season, where right. he wasn't really that good, but he still had value because he was young. But they didn't, and then we saw what happened in eighteen. He was even worse, and then all the off the field stuff happened. And yeah, sure, you can talk about the Jason Haber contract. Sure, you can talk about the Quintana trade. Quintana trade, and both the Quintana trade and the Hayward signing to me is a sign of a front office that you actually want though because Theo went for it. He had we ha- they ha- the Cubs had the farm coming up. They had all these like they had all this potential. And what did Theo do? He didn't sit on his hands. He he made a major free agent signing in the in the the winter of 15 and then in 17 in the in the middle of the year, he made the big deadline trade. And yeah, sure, Quintana didn't work out in the hindsight, but in the moment you thought you were getting a top two, three of the rotation guy. I'm not even going to look at the chat. I don't even want to read the chat, Sucky, because no well, one's going to understand where well, I'm coming from. Scumbag says, and I'm not calling him that. That's his handle. Uh, he says, so you keep Schwarber, he gets you four more wins. Who cares? Time to move on. That's no, not the point, still, brother. He'd still be on the team. You wouldn't have to fill that position. Right. You'd have another big <laughs> bat. I'm not yeah. saying it makes any difference this year at all. Right. Because you got rid of everybody else. Uh, we all knew. We all... It, except for me and my stupid delusional mind, we all knew that this year was going to be a transition or a, a wash year. That doesn't mean that you don't, that you don't at least have some sort of nucleus that you're building to come with your, your, your new, your, your new toys coming up. That's kind of the point. And again, you weren't paying Kyle, Kyle Schwarber jack shit. You weren't paying him anything. Just whatever. I knew Michael was going to jump in here if he was on the chat tonight. Say, there, I knew the Ricketts is still counting his money was coming. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was I again perfect. I, the whole the, again, I I hope that Schwarber being let go is the only really big mistake that Jed's made. Because if there's more, then this rebuild is going to take forever. Well, you you hope that most of the prospects. The key is you hope most of those prospects deliver. Just like they did in the rebuild in 2016. (laughs) You know, to get at the same rate is probably unlikely. Um, At least, you know. But you would also like some of those prospects to have long, prosperous Cub careers. You'd like to have that stretched out a little bit longer um, and have to pay them a second time around because they're forcing you because they're so good. Um, You know, Theo, Addison Russell was certainly one. DJ LeMay, who obviously... You got a bucket of baseballs. That was a huge, I just, the way, that was a huge mistake. Right. And and yeah, let you free agency-wise, Verlander, instead of Quintana, would have been the right move. Or trade-wise. He, yeah, he, want, he wanted to make the move here. Yeah. Again, the way trade-wise. I look at it is what when the what move they, they – holding on to Addison Russell is not even, even a move. It's more of just they believed in him longer than they should have. They did the same thing with Albert Almora. They, they did that with all kinds of guys, but Aston Russell was a top 10 prospect, and sure, he had 95 RBIs in 2016 and 20-some homers, whatever. That was fine, but in 17, didn't have a great season. Plus, the stuff off the field started to creep through in 17. It was just on social media, and they, and they, and they didn't – like, they could have moved him. I'm just saying. To me, the Hayward contract and the Quintana trade are – Yes, again, in hindsight, didn't yeah. work out. Right. But they are moves that, in the moment, 
you were thinking, okay, we're going for it. We're trying to win the World Series. And at the end of the day, you want a front office that has the nuts to put their meat on the table and actually try to go out and win. I think the guys on the south side can at least understand where I'm coming from on that. Because yeah, they want to go because, for it, yeah. Because what's, you know, if you want me to use them as a comparison, did did they do enough in the offseason? No. no. That's kind of like my point. Sure, they made the Kimbrel trade and that didn't work out, but at least they tried. I'll give them credit for that. They they made a a, a deadline move that showed that they were going for the World Series, right? But in the offseason, did they make the big free agent signing? They signed Josh Harrison. That, that, that's kind of like, that's the point I'm trying to make is yes, those moves that the Haber contract and the Quintana trade in hindsight, yes, they don't look great, but in the moment they show that, Hey, we're trying to win. We're trying to make the move here. And to me, that's something that I can say that, Hey, at least I have respect for Theo for at least trying. So, well, and he got a lot of leeway once they won in 2016 with, with some of the other moves. Um, the chat is arguing a little bit about 2020 and Schwarber and how he, quote unquote, slumped in 2020. It was 60 games. Yeah, like it. It that doesn't. Even, that's like extended spring training to me. Right. 60 games. If we're, gonna, if we're gonna look at it like that. Why didn't they just non-tender Chris Bryant? He played 34 games and was hurt for you know hurt again. And he. I just don't he even count even 2020 as anything. It, it, it shouldn't it's be literally nothing. It's it's barely longer than spring training. Right. Right. Like, you see how much you. a guy can turn it around. Ian Happ completely turned his whole season around last year. If you would have just counted 60 games, you'd be like, whoa, Ian Happ. And he'd be gone. Yeah. And it would have been a mistake. Yeah. Well, he might be gone anyways, but at least you get something for him this time. You should time. get something for him, yeah. Uh, hey, I want to tell you about Owen. You know what that stands for? Only what you need. Oh. Only what you need. Owen's a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do. All their products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly. They don't have gluten. They don't have dairy. They're easily digestible. And I first heard about Owen because Bears quarterback Justin Fields follows a plant-based diet. <laughs> Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer, 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com with the code chgo 20 Join me, Justin Fields, and many other supreme athletes of our ilk and try Owen, only what you need. All right, I'm not an athlete, but you know what I mean. It's uh, good stuff. We've tried it. It is good. It's get, tasty. You, you said you can get it at Whole Foods, too? Yeah, I saw it at Whole Foods. They well, had, you can get it delivered straight to your house if you just use our I code. Was, I was picking up at Whole Foods um, on the 4th of July. Uh the family wanted some stuff, and I went there because I'm big on, in July, the white peaches that come in. Only mm. in, like, July, white peaches come in, and they're prime. And they're, if you like a regular peach, which I'm kind of, eh, you know, whatever, yeah. try the white peach. Yeah. Ten times sweeter, it's like candy. Ooh. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. They are legit. Uh, so, anyways, that's what I went for, and then I happened to go down an aisle, and I, saw, I turned around, and Owen was behind me. And they had uh, cookies and cream flavor, yeah. which we have not tried. But David says, in hindsight, getting rid of Schwarber is one of the worst decisions Cubs have made in the last 20 years. think he has almost 30 homers. Yeah, he's 28. And I know, like, in a way, I kind of sign, sound hypocritical when saying, in hindsight, yeah, it looks bad that the Cubs non-tendered Schwarber. But I think, again, the point is, is that you not only did you non-tender him, but you non-tendered him because you didn't want to pay him, like, 8 or $9 million or whatever it was. I mean, they... They ended up paying Jock Peterson the same amount of money. The thing is, is like it's not like they were, it's not like they were right. you know paying him a ton of money. And to me, it's like you might as well run it back with him one more time at least and see what happens. And who knows, maybe you can trade him and get a piece for him. I don't know. That just, I think, not like there's certain players you can non-tender and and everything. But Kyle Schwarber, despite his inconsistencies and his flaws. It was never someone I thought the Cubs would actually non-tender. So, I I mean I agree with you that there were each guy's made some bad moves, and I will say in their defense, everybody's going to make some bad moves for sure. You're, it's just going to happen again. I just that you make a bad move like that, then you got to make up for it. 
Who's right. who's the power lefty bat that's going to take his spot? Because the Cubs need one. We are we are we have moved on. We have they have to find someone else to to Does to be that. Does Ryan year. Herrera bat lefty or righty? He's joining us uh, from Wrigley Field. Uh, you know, right. Are you a lefty right batter or a righty? Uh, no, right-handed swing, natural righty, power righty. Um, you know, I know the Cubs need a power lefty, so I probably wouldn't fit in too well. So what was uh, what was the conversation like after this beauty? Um, you know, uh, Sam. We talked to Samson today. He felt like uh, the stuff played okay. Um, had a good game plan going through the first time. The first time through the order, um, and just got away from it. So that was kind of the adjustment. And that's when you saw, you know, right there that third and fourth inning when he gave up three runs. Um, you know, he kind of had to adjust. Got through another inning or so. Um, was able to keep the damage low. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's kind of one of those things where he's, he's getting an extended run right now in the rotation. Um, and he like, you know, he feels fortunate about that. You know, he's got to pitch better. Um, like the, the, one of the home run pitches he was talking about, I don't remember specifically which one. Um, he just said, he's like, you know, if you want to make, you want to have a quality start, you got to make quality pitches. And that wasn't a quality pitch. Um, so, he, you know, it just, it, it wasn't, you know, terrible start by him by any means. He nearly had the quality start. Um, it's just him, you know, kind of not in his mind, not going away from the game plan they had coming in, uh, making going with what was working and what they planned on. Um, and he was able to make that adjustment. It just obviously kind of came too late. Um, I saw Justin Steele will pitch game two of the series. He's back from the paternity list and that he was considered. They haven't named his son yet. But yeah, I saw the names, the two names they were considering, Bo and Walker. Ooh. Bo Steele and Walker Steele, both cool names for a kid. That is pretty. I got to give them, like, that's pretty cool. That sounds like a future pitcher who's going to shove it down people's throats <laughs> one day. But, Ryan, <laughs> I did see that he also texted Keegan Thompson. Did you – I don't know if you heard that. It yeah. was like – he said – what was the deal? He, he told Keegan Thompson he might name him after him. <laughs> He said uh, that he, he texted Keegan on Friday, uh, Keegan's start, um, that the baby came that day and he had a good start, um, that he would name it after Keegan. Keegan we, we, t- we talked on Friday, Keegan had a good start, but obviously the baby wasn't born until yesterday. So um, Keegan, is, Keegan is out of play. Keegan is not. It's well, kind of funny, though. He said, when, when he first said Bo, he didn't like spell out B-E-A-U yet. He just said Bo. And I'm like, he's an he's an Alabama fan. How's he gonna name it? I thought he was saying B O. I'm like, how's oh, he gonna yeah, name like Bo Jackson? Maybe yeah. after an Auburn guy like Bo Jackson or Bo was it Bo Nix was the who's the who's the quarterback? That's one of us. Bo Nix. I don't remember. Yes, anyway. I think that is right. Yeah. Uh, so he but he was spelled B O, wasn't he? No, I don't know. Yeah, I'm saying just B-O. like Bo Jackson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm saying he's like he was gonna name it after one of those Bo's, right. and then he eventually spelled it, you know, Auburn guys, but he. Uh, so Walker B- Steele. Walker yeah, sounds very Texan, but uh, yeah. And then uh, and Walker, then somebody Texas on the Ranger. chat just yeah, yeah Walker yeah. Texas Ranger. Uh, somebody yeah. just had a good on the chat had a good idea. They should have just named him Man of Man of Steel. Man, Man of, of Steel. Yeah, yeah, that would have worked. I don't know. <laughs> a pretty good choice. So I'll be curious to see what the the son is named. But I, my question is this: You guys haven't experienced it yet. I'm just going to tell you the first two months of a child being born. It's going to be a little bit different for a major leaguer because I'm sure he's got a lot of help, but, like, you don't even know what's going I don't even remember it. Like, you have no idea what's going on. You want sleep deprivation. It's unbelievable. How is he going to pitch tomorrow? That, that's what he said. He said that he, so the baby was born at 9.34 a.m. yesterday, and he spent a few hours with them, then – Ran back, you know, drove over to the field, did a bullpen at like two okay, o'clock. <laughs> well, and then he drove, and then he drove back. Spent the like, he hasn't slept since the baby was born. This is going on two days now, so he's taking the Orioles. So to, <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Like, hundred percent, you've either got to pile the money on points bet on the Orioles, or it's the opposite. It's gonna be like Jordan flu game, and he's not even not even gonna remember pitching the game. Yeah, oh, yeah. he'll just like. Uh, he'll just get this dad 
this new yeah, dad energy and right. just, you know, stomp yeah. out there and some new balances and shove. I don't know. I, I don't know. I wouldn't put money. I like, I, <laughs> I love it steel, but I don't know about yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. He, he said he's going to uh, sleep in his own bed tonight and try to get some, some rest. So we'll see how that goes. As long as Cody doesn't DM him, I think he has a shot. <laughs> nah, I, I haven't DM'd, I haven't DM'd Justin in a while. He, he unfollowed me That's on Twitter. That's he, right. Yeah. He unfollowed me on Twitter. And I don't know why. It's probably because of my negative tweets or all my trade value tweets uh, or something like that. But I, I do plan to DM him sometime just to, you know, tell him, hey, like, I know you unfollowed me probably because of all my negative <laughs> tweets. But, hey, I have been a supporter for a long That's time. Right. Yes, very And, much like, so. you know, I'm just happy you're doing well. So, and congrats on the kid. And Bo Cody Steele would be a nice ring. <laughs> Perhaps. Bo Cody Steele. Or uh, I'll bring it Walker up to Cody, him. Walker Cody Steele. I'll bring it up to him. We'll see what he thinks. Okay. Uh, Del, Steele hyphen Del Mendo at the end. <laughs> um, Let's see. What man, else we got? Can Anything? I read this guy's comment? My favorite part of being a Cubs fan is our fan base will shit on Horner for his lack of walks. And now I've seen people comment that we don't need to sign Xander Bogarts because he's that good. Yes, that's a, that's fandom. That sounds about highs right and lows. We lie the rocks. Yeah. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. Are you new here? Are you are you new here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and yes, we still agree. Bogarts, Correa, Turner. I don't care who it is. Yeah, it all works. It all works. It all works. It all and works. and like I said, the Cubs need to be in the business of collecting and finding good baseball players, mm. then figure out where you're going to play them. Right. Make up for your mistakes. It's, it's like, like the, the Bears. The Bears just got to take the best player. They can't They can't say to themselves, let's see, we could use a right guard this year. No, the Bears need everything. They need everything. You yeah. hope they don't need a quarterback, but they pretty much need everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan. Yes, sir. Did you happen to, you know, run into Brennan or Corey at the oh, ballpark yeah. tonight? No, I didn't. I, we, we got a lot of stuff pregame that I, I've been working on, um, you know, transcribing, writing, all this stuff. I didn't get a chance to go down there. Uh, I know I, I was bummed. I, it was it was time it was time to meet Brendan in person. You know, maybe we could talk about. We're we're pretty sad that that he didn't just come by the office right. before that he chose Cubs Orioles. Yeah, in person over, over Cubs Orioles on television, hanging in the studio, right, yeah. he, with he ice cream he, in the he, freezer. Yeah. He Plenty of and free back. beer. He said he's going to come back at some point, so we'll see. Um, I was going to—I was going to say, like, I was going to bring up my conspiracy theory to him, like maybe this is a this Hendricks, you know, the Hendricks injury. Maybe it's a phantom injury, and they're really just you know keep, keeping him on the IL so he can work on the slider. And then when mm. he comes back, he starts start swinging sliders. And I was going to bring it up to Brennan. I'm like, he'd, he'd probably go crazy over that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a conspiracy theory. I don't know. I don't know. Probably like a five percent. No, more like a like a point five percent chance that it's true. But there's, there's always a chance, right? A I think chance. if there's anybody they could fix Norris before the trade deadline, it's Brendan. Oh man, someone. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that guy's gonna come back from Iowa soon, and I'm just not prepared for it yet. We gotta get a, We gotta get Brendan out to Iowa. That's where we gotta send him. Yeah, you're right. Fix Norris fix before the trade deadline, Norris, brother. <laughs> gotta get something there. Oh man. Um, yeah, so anyways, that's, that's where we're at. I will say this, the, the Orioles have won nine straight games, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not surprised the Cubs lost this game. However, we, we laugh over and over. It's become a running joke in the chat. It's been a joke with Brendan. It's been a joke with us. Hey, all the Cubs have to do is win 14 straight, get back <laughs> to the 500 mark. The Orioles oh, just God. went from nine games under to the 500 mark. And they were the worst team in baseball last year. I'm not saying that's happening for the Cubs. I'm just saying turnarounds are possible. Yeah. If the Orioles were not in that division, they'd be real playoff contenders. They were. They they lost 110 games last year, and now they're 44 you know and 44. How bad that is. 110 that, games. That I just say that just because there's so many people that sit in the chat all the time. They're like, if we tank all the way this year there's no way they're going to be anything next year and it's like well the cubs are on track to basically look like the orioles of last year who's to say they can't be the orioles of this year next year 
that makes any sense. Get yourself a top five pick. Make the right selection, and that would be really, really good. Yeah. Right direction. Yeah, and make actual... And then sign some guys. Make when actual it, when they're, free agent they're the right moves guys. that matter, and not a bunch of one-year deals for Jonathan VR types. Okay, yeah. sorry. He, he's off the team, Cody. It's okay. I can't. You're, you're, I, he's, you're, you're safe. You're he's, safe. He's, I, he, he gave me PTSD. Uh, we just spent, like, I don't know, 20 minutes talking about Kyle Schwarber because he's going to be uh, in the home run derby. Uh, did you see my tweet that blew up today about the, about Theo and Jed's like biggest mistakes? It was either ratioed or viral. I don't know the difference, but it was one of the I two. I would say it went Cubs Twitter viral. Last I checked, it had like 500 likes. Um, anyway, <laughs> I say that Jed's biggest mistake is non-tendering Schwarber. Would you agree yeah. or is there something else? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be up there. Because I, I mean, is that I mean, because I, I you couldn't really say because I know Jed has talked about saying like one of the mistakes they made was you know not trading some of the guys prior to last season, but at that time he wasn't the president of baseball operations. So I, I think I think I would agree with that. Like Schwarber, non-tendering Schwarber. I mean, it's just a, a, a bad, a big mistake in itself, and the fact that like was what. It wasn't even going to be $10 million. And we talked about, like, they turned around and gave that money to Jock Peterson. Like, yeah, I I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Also, yeah. also, I mean, you, you did kind of get ratioed. I mean, I turned, the, I turned the notifications off. I don't even know what the <laughs> – I had to mute it, man. I had to mute it. I can't. I mean, you I got can't 468 deal with... likes. But oh, you was it 400? 52 responses. Or replies, so we have, it's kind of in the middle ground. Yeah, I, I don't, Whatever. I don't know the difference. Natalie, do we still have the pregame graphic of who no. who wore it better? Yeah. Uh, did you see this, Ryan, on Twitter? Before we go, we should bring yeah, yeah. it up again. And who you got? And, oh, yeah, and who you got? Well, that'll be the big finish. Yeah. Uh, before today, earlier today, Pedro Strope throws out this vibing photo of himself <laughs> in a man romper. Black and white striped, black leather slippers with a rose with a steel sword through them, and and then an inspirational quote. So we took Cody up to the rooftop here. Cody has the striped shirt that matches his salmon shorts to go with the pink swoosh on his Nike. We put him in the same pose. I said, "Who wore it better?" And there was a, you know there was a lot of feedback. There's a lot of feedback there. I'm not gonna say. I'm not going to say Cody won, but I will say this. How do you beat Pedro Strope in a, in a man romper? The only way you would have won that is if you would have done the romper. I agree. Yeah, I, was, I, did, I did see it, and I was going to say, like, it's kind of a toss-up, but Cody wins in a landslide if he wore a romper. Yeah. That, I mean, <laughs> the romper's a landslide, no doubt about it. I mean, we love your Hawaiian shirts, but if we could get you to wear a romper to the press box once... That would be a vibe. This graphic has miraculously so disappeared. It disappeared. Well, it's on. Tw- it'll be on the Twitter. Yeah. If anybody wants to see it's it, it's on, on the, the gram too. Yeah, it's on. Uh, on my gram. Cody underscore chgo again. Yeah. All right, let's do who you got because uh, that's right, folks. I'm a that's big winner. I'm a big <laughs> winner, and that's two in a row, and I'm in firm second place now, closing in on Cody Del Mendo. That's two in a row. Two in a row, Nico Horner. And it was close for a while, but then say it got doubled up off a of third. Yep. And Contreras, we each had one hit. That's a positive. Each guy did collect one hit. But that is true. I did win who you got tonight, so I got that going for so me. It's, uh, which is nice. It's, four- <laughs> it's 14, 11 to nine. So uh, 14 to 11 to nine? Because me and Luke gave ourselves a point for we Friday. Each, we each got one on Friday. Because I had Keegan yeah. Thompson. Oh, I've extended the lead. I had Keegan Thompson on Friday. He Excuse shoved, me. and he had Ian Happ, who had two RBIs, yeah. and gave the Cubs the lead. But we, that's not what we do. We only pick one. Well, you weren't here, so we decided. I was going to say, you guys make up rules when did Ryan we, isn't here. Did we lo- uh, I think we lost Ryan. I don't know if we can hear Ryan anymore. Ryan? You're breaking up. Yeah, I think we've lost him. Great job out there, Ryan. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, did we actually lose him? 
Oh, it took me out of screen. Oh, yeah. A lot of season left, boys. A lot of season left. A lot of season left. There is a lot of season left. It's anybody's game. And Cody from now on is going to – we started – Cody and the Cubs, the same amount of wins. His points bet is another thing we're tracking. Cody gets a win tonight. The Cubs do not. He's one closer to 63 than the Cubs are. So it's the March to 63, Cody versus the Cubs. Please, Lord, let me – beat this very easily because if i don't then i have lost a lot of money and isaac is right steve is a rule breaker luke is a stickler that is true that's the best comment of the night that is true uh cubs lose to the orioles i'll try again with justin Steele on the mound tomorrow uh can i read one more michael game show yeah real quick i want to read michael's comment one more time well i haven't read this yet but he you know how he is uh, oh, he no. says, I'm just happy Rick gets met his wife in the bleachers. My life as a Cubs fan is complete. <laughs> he does not like the Ricketts family, specifically Tom. I mean, they honestly, they he, he hates them so much that the comments start to like make me laugh. So uh, I just wanted to end the chat or the, the podcast there it with is. that. There it we'll is. be back tomorrow. We'll be ready Post to be game. heard again. Yes. Enjoy yourself. Beautiful. Fly the W. We'll see you tomorrow.